Finite players play to beat the others around them. Infinite players play to be better than themselves. Simon Sinek wrote that in his book, The Infinite Game. So there I was, sitting in my office in the bowels of the Pentagon, when Simon Sinek walked in unannounced. And that day changed the way that I viewed strategy. Welcome to the Duster Mud Podcast. Welcome back. We're so glad to have you guys here. Today we're going to discuss the infinite game that Simon talked about in his book uh, as it relates to our health and the way we view health and the strategy um, that we have taken with our health. Yeah. So there I was um, in the Air Force current operations strategy cell and at that point in time tensions were really rising with a certain country in Asia and uh, my life was to make sure that the Air Force was ready for any potential conflicts so the stress was high and our boss the uh, three-star had been given swipe card and key code access to our top secret vault and sitting at my desk one day the door swings open and I hear the three-star <laughs> boisterously bellow, Hello, checkmate! <laughs> and, uh-oh! <laughs> uh-oh. <laughs> uh, that was our first indication that something was going on. and Which uh, meant put everything away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was, he was allowed to see it, but following closely behind him was a gentleman that I did not recognize. And so it was an immediate... Uh, turn on the blue lights, what's going on, and um, it turns out that Simon Sinek had uh, come to talk to the three-star boss, and he said, I really like this idea that you're talking about. I've got to get you to talk to my strategy guys, and so in Checkmate at the time, we all either had been to the U.S. Air Force Weapons School or had a master's degree in strategy, or both. Right. And so the general wanted Simon to come down and chat with us, his strategy guys. So we got to spend about two hours sitting in our small conference room with Simon Sinek and a, and a whiteboard as he discussed the concept in his brain. He had not yet written the book, but he, he chatted with us about the concept of the book, The Infinite Game. And what that did was it took the strategy that I had learned um, as I was getting my master's of philosophy and military strategy. One of my favorite instructors talked about strategy as a continuing advantage. It's a, it's a, a quest for a continuing advantage. And that really resonated with me when it comes to military strategy. What Simon was able to do, though, was to take the concept of the finite and the infinite game And the infinite game is like the concept of continuing advantage. And what Simon was able to do then was make it um, understandable in such a way that you could apply it just to life. So let me interrupt you there for just a second. So uh, the way I remember the story was this guy came in and (laughs) we got holed up for an hour and a half when you were very, very busy and yeah, it was talking to two hours yeah. talking to this guy about all of this stuff, which turned out to be really great information and was formidable in changing your strategic outlook. Yeah. But you didn't know who he was. No. <laughs> like <laughs> I had, had I had no idea. So who we're he was. we were sitting there. 
I remember we were sitting there watching television and I think it was like on NBC or some news program. And he goes, Oh my God, that's a guy. And I'm like, what guy? He goes, that's Simon. Simon, this was weeks later. Simon, yeah, remember the guy that came and talked to me <laughs> and the, the checkmate guys that day when he was talking about the infinite game and his the book he was writing? Yes, I remember that. That's him. Oh, that guy. <laughs> so we had to have this whole like, wait a minute, who's Simon Sinek for? Now, this was back, what, 2016. And he had written a couple of books, but we did. Yeah, we Leaders were unaware. Eat Last was the one that really took off for him. Okay, and he had written it. So there were a couple of guys in Checkmate that knew who he was. Yeah, I was not one of those. But guys. the the point is, you didn't know who the guy was. No. Therefore, you weren't fangirling, if you no, will, over this guy. Nope. You weren't. Oh my gosh, Simon, Simon! Like it would be maybe today. It would be a, a bit of a different feel of. Yeah. Oh, I've read his books. I kind of have been inside his head in that way, and I. But you just listened to him. You guys just really absorbed. Well, it wasn't even listening. Everything. We were interacting, like oh. because we really didn't know who he was. I didn't know that I was supposed to just be listening, right? Oh. And so we were we were actually okay. interacting with him. So you were like inputting military strategy thinking into what he was thinking about as he was formulating the idea for his book. Yeah, you guys were part of the inputs that he was kind of researching. I can't, I can't promise that he listened at well, all, but we certainly you were did there have for a, long enough. Or yeah, we had a conversation. It was not oh. just him making a presentation. Oh, okay. Well, that because that that you that's cool. There, because there was a there, because there was the the back and forth. Everyone was able to grow from the scenario. Yeah, definitely. Especially listening on your side. Yep. Yep. Right. Okay. So the infinite game um, and strategy. He got that from a book from, in 1986 yeah. written by James P. Carse, published a book, Finite and Infinite Games, A Vision of Life as Play and Possibility. Yep. And one of the things I remember you when you came home and started describing some of the concepts that we, this was all new uh, to us, you were you described Dolman, maybe one of your professors yep. talking about playing chess Yeah, and the fact that he could, he wanted to play chess with his daughter and he could do it one of two ways. He could either play chess with her and beat her every time. As he was teaching her how to play. As yeah. he was teaching her how to play because she didn't know. Yeah. Or he could teach her how to play allow her to win, get better through that, and then he forever has someone to play chess with. That's right. Versus discouraging her through beating her every time while she's trying to learn how to play, and then he doesn't get to play chess with his daughter anymore. Right. And he used that as a story to describe continuing advantage. Okay. So even in military strategy, it's not necessarily about winning each specific thing. Mm -hmm. It's about setting up the conditions such that at the end or you can, as the game continues, you have a continuing advantage. Okay. So he could have looked at it as each individual game was its own event. Mm -hmm. And the goal was to win that event. Right. That would be a finite game. Yeah. He looked at it as in, in Simon's terminology or in, in the previous author's terminology, looked at it as an infinite game mm -hmm. in that he wanted a chess partner for okay. life. So he did not win the game, but he assured himself a continuing advantage by 
making a chess partner for life. So I can see where this concept could come. Let's pull away from military and we can apply this concept to a lot of different aspects of life to include life itself. Yeah. Marriage is a a great example. Mm -hmm. It's marriage is not a game that you win. No, no. Right. It's you may win the argument. Right. (laughs) And, and if you view that argument as a finite game, Uh then it's over. Mm. Right. But marriage is an infinite game. It's ongoing. The, the whole goal is to continue the game. To keep to, to keep, to keep playing, playing the, the game. game. Okay. So an infinite game, the goal of an infinite game is mm-hmm. continue playing the game. Right. So if you look at it from um, an international politics perspective, mm-hmm. the countries are still out there. Yeah. You don't necessarily know who the players are. There are no set defined rules. There is no referee. There's no boundaries for the game. The international politics is just an ongoing game. Okay. So you just described the finite game. There's a referee. There are rules. There are boundaries. There are known players. There are known players. If you're playing baseball, we all know who's on the out on the field. We know who's coming up to bat next. Everything we know. Right. There's a set time limit. There's a set there's a way to there's a defined way to have a winner and a loser. Uh-huh. That is a finite game. Okay. And then you were describing the infinite game being it is ongoing. Yeah. And you want to be able to keep playing. Business is very much that way. Yes. Can I continue to play or do I need to close business and bankrupt? And that's or just that's stop where playing. Simon took this perspective okay. in, into the business world. Okay. That, I mean, his whole book is business focused. Right. The, the Infinite Game, his book, yep. is business focused. Yeah. And he took the idea of finite and infinite games and then applied them to a business setting with the assertion that the the way to look at business is as an infinite game. Mm-hmm. It's not a finite game that you win or lose. You could be competing with someone uh-huh. or some other company, uh-huh. but even if that company goes out of business, you haven't won. You're, you still have a business. You still want to be in business, right? Like right. the game isn't over. So the, his concept was look at business even mm-hmm. as an infinite game. Okay. So if I, I want to take this and let's flip it around just a little bit and apply this infinite game, finite game concept to my health. I used to play a game. I played a game a lot. There was a referee. There were rules, very clear rules. Yeah. And the referee was the scales. Yep. And I dieted to no end earlier on in life. And I lived by a certain set of rules. Yeah. How many calories in? Right. How many calories out? Right, right. So at the gym, I could play the game and burn more calories or I could eat less calories, but it was all part of a defined game. That's right. And mm-hmm. and then there most typically yeah. you had picked a number and you had given that number to your referee, the scales. Oh, right. And so like my my goal weight. That, that's right. Okay. And as soon mm-hmm. as the referee tells you, you have achieved, yeah. the game's over. And I won. You won. 
Okay, cool. The game is over. You right. have you have won the game called right. Diet. And so I won the game yes. called Diet. Diet. Yeah. And I reached that that woohoo number on the referee's little screen. That's right. And when that happened though, the game was over. Right. You won. Yay. And so now I can just go back to not playing that game anymore. That's right. Because that was not very fun. Because that game's over. Because <laughs> that game is over. <laughs> and that's really not all that fun, y'all. Yeah. Okay. So having played a, that game a lot, very, I was, I got pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah. I won, yeah, I could win. <laughs> I could win. Like, <laughs> I swear I could win like almost every time. Yeah, yeah, sure. Give it <laughs> you know? enough time. Yeah. <laughs> Give it enough time. I was, I was, I was a big winner. Yeah, and got quite masterful at it. Yeah, but every single time I would win the game, and then I didn't want to play anymore. I would always have to go back and play the game again. Yeah, and then and that gets just so demoralizing over time. Yeah, because you thought, I mean, in yeah. your mind, well, I already won that game. Right. I don't want to play again. I don't want to play again. But if you're not doing, if you're not playing the game, if you're not actively playing the game, if you're not actively dieting, following right. the rules of the game, right. then you're not playing that game anymore. Okay. So enter into our lives, ketogenic life. Okay. And the game changed. Yeah, it did. As we, as we learned about the ketogenic lifestyle... Um, I, I think it started really with ketogenic diet. This it is, was a diet, you know, because we all of the, all of the things that mm. we were seeing was using a ketogenic way of eating as a a method of playing the diet game. So it was just a different set of rules, but you're still playing that finite game. There's still a defined number. There's still a referee called scales. And you either do or don't win the game. Well, and the way to get there is just a little bit different. Instead of a calories in, calories out, count your calories, weigh your, you, you know. Okay, well, I submit breast. to you then the part of the game for me early on was the Carb Manager app, which we highly recommend. Yeah. But the Carb Manager app was one of my referees at that time before we changed our thinking. Yeah, okay. I, I can see that. Yeah. It, it wasn't like as we recommended the carb manager app, it was not as a referee or as a way of keeping score on your path to an end goal to, of winning the game. Right. Really carb manager, as we have in a past couple of videos recommended the carb manager app, it really is as a tool to help you understand a change of lifestyle because the ketogenic lifestyle or way of eating is so very, very different from everything that we've been taught throughout our entire life. Right. That is that is simply a tool that says, I I really don't have a frame of reference for what a 70, 75% fat diet looks like. Right. And so that carb manager was a way for us as you input the stuff in, and it was just a visual way of watching the wrap as it closed. Okay, I, I need a lot more fat, not in the 
so that I can win. Right. But just in the, as I'm learning how to eat a different way, mm -hmm. this is a tool, a visual tool that will help me learn that. Mm -hmm. And so as we continued to learn more and more about the ketogenic lifestyle, it really led us to question things that we thought that we knew, um, basically writ large across the medical community and nutrition community. Right. And at that moment, I submit, is where we made the change from, I don't think this is actually a finite game called diet. I think this is really an infinite game called health. Mm. And so that at that point, really, and we were probably two months in, maybe two, maybe 10 weeks into this. <laughs> in the rabbit hole. Yeah, we, of we went. YouTube uh, and books, reading podcasts. books, podcasts, listening, learning, everything that we could down the way down the rabbit hole. Yeah, but I think at that point, learning, learning, learning is where we absorbing. We made that transition then from this is a, a diet to a lifestyle. And at that point is when it changed from a finite game that you can win yeah. to an infinite game whose goal is to continue playing. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at it as health, health is not something that you win. No, you don't. Health is, is an ongoing thing. I want to continue to be healthy. Mm -hmm. As, as I age, mm -hmm. the goal is continued health a continuing mm. advantage to continue to play the game. Right. So it transitioned from finite to infinite. And then us thinking and realizing that as we, as we took on that lifestyle and it became a lifestyle, the I'm not going back to the standard American diet. I'm going to manage my health through what I eat long term right. it's it became not extreme to us right. it became very eye opening very liberating mm -hmm. very liberating i was so liberated by the fact that i no longer had to play the game yeah that's right the scales i haven't been on a set of scales ex unless you go to the doctor so they know what how much medicine to give you I have, I don't get on scales anymore. We, yeah. we don't, that referee isn't in my life anymore. Right. The, the game of burning off calories. How many calories did I eat? How, that doesn't, that's not a thing in my life anymore. I've been liberated from the game. I don't play that anymore. That's right. Now I just, ma we manage our, this is how we eat and we don't have to, the pants always fit. the most bizarre thing <laughs> right that you don't i don't ha there's no nothing to quit playing right and the other we just keep moving the other thing is there's there's nothing to cheat on no there's no cheating so no. In, in a in a diet in that finite game with the established rules if you step outside those established rules there's cheating oh and so with an with yes. a lifestyle mm -hmm. with a goal of health in mind there aren't these defined rules, right? Right, and so you, if even if you mm -hmm. eat a meal yeah. that is not ketogenic, sure, you, you haven't cheated. You have simply affected whether or not you're going to continue this path 
of health. Mm. And so it's a, you can eat something that's not ketogenic. Yeah. And okay. You can eat. And then you go back to eating a ketogenic lifestyle. Right. Right. And and so it's this, it's a, it's a, it's a path and, and a, a meal that's not ketogenic would be a bump or a, a curve in a path. Right. But you're still going down this path of health. Mm-hmm. So it's not the, I, I cheat. I, I have broken the rules. Uh-huh. I got to get back I, I gotta, on it. I got to, you I know, get... you, you know, it's not this no. thing where you're, you're departing outside the game, right? breaking the rules, cheating. Right. It, it is, it is merely a, 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 one of many meals that you have eaten on your path to continued health. And mm-hmm. it either helped you or didn't help you. And if Simple. it didn't help you, okay, okay, G- keep keep going. Mm-hmm. It's a continuous path. Mm-hmm. That's really good. It's just a diff. It's a really different way of looking at it's it. It's such a different and way. I, I, you know, having that conversation with Simon, yeah, really did help me to see that there are there are a lot of things in life like that, and so with with Doctor Dolman. Even though he used the the analogy of playing chess with his daughter, I because I was in a military school getting a degree in military strategy, yeah. I really applied that to military operations. Yeah. And so the conversation with Simon really opened it opened my mind up. And I understand that Dolman understands it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like it opened my mind up to say, I think that this idea of a continuing advantage or an infinite game. Mm-hmm. Um, this this strategy yeah. really can apply outside of the office or the Pentagon. Yeah, to almost to the bigger bigger concepts in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we really embrace that game, the infinite game, and sort of gave ourselves a constant continuing advantage by we built a farm <laughs> right <laughs> yeah i mean that that changed the game for us pretty significantly yeah the i mean the whole idea behind building the farm was we really like good food mm-hmm. and it because we're on this continuous journey to health mm-hmm. it it is how how can you continue playing that journey? How can you get better health? Yeah, you know. Um, well, I I think we could do this ourselves. We could make our own food and make it just as healthy as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. So we extended that our our life and the health lifestyle, not just to what we put on our our plates. We we affected our, well, heck, we exercise just by going outside and farming every day, <laughs> right. Yeah. right? So that's part of our lifestyle. That's one of our strategies. We get outside, we stay fit because we, we're we farmer fit. Yeah. We don't have to have a gym membership anymore. Right. You know, don't have time to go there anyways. <laughs> um, and by, by knowing where our food comes from, creating that food, getting out there, working with the animals and in the dirt and 
doing all of the things. Another thing that we're able to do is maybe add that stuff to somebody else's plate also to help their lifestyle. That's true. So we have added to the strategy even of someone else. Yeah. And Mm. I mean, when we first, when we first had the concept of doing this, Mm. it was as a homestead um, in order to do, in order to create food, healthy food Mm -hmm. for For ourselves. ourselves. Right. And the more we learned about it, the more we realized that without significant more effort mm-hmm. or significantly more infrastructure, we could potentially increase our production slightly, yeah, a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe be able to share that with our friends and family. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it went to, you know, we, I think we can produce more even than what our friends and family could have. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could offer to our local community as right. well. And so it, it sort of morphed in our yes. thinking and that was all before we even got here that, yeah. you know, that was about six months of right. we're, we're trying to figure out what we're doing as we're finishing up a military career. Right. Um, but so by the time we got here, we had already decided we're going to try this out on yeah. a, sm- a, a, I think you would still sm- consider us a very small very farm, small farm. but mm-hmm. we're going to try it out on a scale such that we could potentially uh-huh. offer some really healthy food to others as well. So that's what we did. We started thinking, let's grow this food ourselves because we are on, we, we want to significantly add to the a continuing advantage over time. Yeah. Okay. We're going to play this game for a long time because we want to live for a long time. Right. And nobody's getting out alive, right. you know? <laughs> so, I mean, so at any rate, the, the, the farm which started as let's grow our own food, homestead, other people, local community. And it's, it's been fairly successful so far. We figured out how to grow some food for other people. Yeah. So we have, I sat down and figured out. So as tiny as we are, we're two and a half people plus some parents that come and help occasionally, but we're just a very small number of people growing the maximum amount of food that we can in two years. What have we done? Yeah. In, in two years, uh, well, from the, we are currently two years from, from when we really got our first production animals on the farm. And in two years, these are approximate. Yeah. These are approximate numbers. We just want to share this with you guys so that you know where we are with what we're doing. We've been able to produce two, and this is freezer weights, not live weights, right? right? So meat that's gone into our, Freezers or someone else's. Yeah, two thousand pounds of beef, eight thousand five hundred pounds of pork, four hundred pounds of lamb, one thousand five hundred pounds of chicken, somewhere in the range of seven hundred fifty dozen eggs, and somewhere in the range of twelve hundred gallons of milk. So for just a couple of people, that's a lot of really good non-GMO pastured, grass-fed non-industrialized food for ourselves, our friends, our family, and our local community. And we want to continue that, maybe even grow more. We're finding the, the getting traction as far as it is a business and continuing now playing that infinite game 
yeah. uh, in the business side of yeah. it. Can yeah. we keep playing? That's right. And we're looking at the business in the same manner as an right. infinite game. That's the, right. The goal is to continue Can playing, we keep playing the game, continue right. the business. And right. so in order to continue the business next year, our plan is we will expand lamb and, yes. and make more lamb mm-hmm. and we will expand the poultry mm-hmm. and make more chicken. Right. Yeah. Y'all growing food for other people is, is honestly becoming a passion. Yeah. And I would love in the future, if you're enjoying these videos and hearing us talk about what we're doing, first of all, hit like and subscribe if you haven't already and comment if you've what you think about the infinite game and the finite game of diet and, he- and health and how it's affecting you. Also, we've been talking about getting outside with these cameras mm-hmm. and starting to share with you guys our farm. We made a few videos early on, but we think that we're going to get back out there here soon and in- maybe do a farm tour and start talking about how we raise our animals Um, how we get them processed, how we organize our freezers. We do go to local farmers markets, how we set that up and stuff like that. So we're pretty sure that's what's going to be coming in the future. If that interests you, leave a comment, what you'd be, what you'd like to see. Uh, Let us know, let us know how you feel about that. And um, we'll start sharing with you guys more of our outside uh, life. Yeah. 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 As we play this game. Infinite game infinite game yeah yeah i don't want to play the finite game anymore i'm done with that i'm not going back yeah yeah me and the scales we divorced (laughs) (laughs) i highly encourage anyone who's listening or watching to think about your new year as you kind of come up and are starting to decide on what challenges and changes you want to make totally encourage you to just give this concept a thought and see if you might could swing your thinking into an infinite thinking that's right on how you approach food and health health instead of diet health instead of diet good stuff